You're going to lose the attitude? I don't come at me with that energy. Listen, I don't have time. Also, plus. don't have you time for it. On. I don't have time for it. I got a guy, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to have before. Okay. He just came to me just before we sat down to record. Okay. And I In need like to, a fit? Yeah, I need to debut him. I need you to meet him. And I don't know much about him. I haven't even really explored the contours of who he is or what he does or why he is the way he is. Yeah. Uh, you know me, though. I'm a storyteller. I, I can help kind of flesh out some okay. of those details. Okay. Do you want to meet That's him? That's what it says on my resume. Great. Do you want to meet Tanner him? Greenway. And then we can... we can. Oh, storyteller. a storyteller? Yeah, you and fucking yeah. literally everybody else. <laughs> you want to meet him, and then we can maybe do some other scenarios with him if we'd like him? Yes, I feel like you're putting pressure on it, and it's I'm balking. I'm already balking, and I don't think that's what you want. No, that's not what I want. So let's not put any pressure. Okay, on us. let's just see, let's just meet him and see if we. I would like just him. like to meet him. Okay. Hey, hey, you like dancing? Um, I guess. What about doity dancing? <laughs> I liked it in this movie. I'll tell you that. Hachi machi. You like the doity dancing? <laughs> Now, what is he supposed to be? Is he like a Lenny? <laughs> Let's try him character? in a different situation. No, he's not a or is Lenny. Is he like a character. Brooklyn guy? He's more like a Brooklyn guy. What about Wait, is uh, Lenny, was Lenny the little one or the big one? Let's try another one. Let's be at the club. Lenny was the big one. Let's be at the club. Hey! 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 Great! Wait, am I at the club with you? Yeah. Now what? I have to be a guy too. Yeah, you have to be a guy. Okay. This hey hey this is a great club. I can't right? hear you. I it, hey I can't hear you. Hey I I'm noticing everybody's. I can't hear you. I, I'm noticing the music's just too loud. I can't hear you. You see everybody dancing around here. I'll take one more. Just one another one of these. Hey, you see everybody? Yeah, one more of these. No, I'm asking you. You see? Hey, I'm dancing here. Uh, vodka cranberry. <laughs> You see everybody... Da- I can't hear you. I'm, I can't hear you. Uh, do they got any doity dancing in this club? Is what I want to know. They got any doity dancing? I'm enjoying the dancing, but I'm looking to see if they got any doity dancing. We'll get to the name. <laughs> of, of the guy? Character. Yeah. I think his name is Ray. I want to workshop him a little bit. What are you... What what are you trying to channel? What are you supposed to say to a kid when they hand you a like a, a <laughs> shitty picture that you can't? Tell what it is? You're supposed to say something. You're supposed to say like, oh, like describe this describe this picture to me. You're not supposed to say this is good. You're supposed to say what are you doing? You're not supposed to say what is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think or guess at what it is. You're supposed to say like, oh, can you tell me more about? That's what you're supposed yeah. to say. Yeah. Jack, can you tell me more about this character? Okay, I think his name is Ray. Okay. And his thing is that... Is he a manta ray? No. Well, you haven't put any parameters on this fictional universe of yours. You just threw me into the deep end. His thing is that he's just discovered that there's there's like one more level of dancing. <laughs> oh, and it's dirty. 
but he wa- and he wants to like get involved, but doesn't know ha- how. So whenever he's in a situation where there is dancing, should we do him at yeah. a wedding? I know I know how to do it. Do you want me to do it? You want to do it? You yeah, I'll do be Ray. Ray. Okay, you be Ray. Yeah. Okay. Can I help you with those watermelons? Because <laughs> that's how you get into Dirty Dancing. Oh yeah. No, I'm, no. You have to help. You, it's like the. Um, <laughs> the freemasons where yeah. you have to be invited in by another dirty dancer <laughs> and they, yeah the easiest way to do that is to haul some watermelons for yeah them, just like uh baby does okay well you haven't said are you gonna do you want to continue this because you haven't said his catchphrase and I, it's not oh, there's right. nothing that's really happening for me just him asking right, about watermelons. Right. tell me more about his catchphrase it's um dirty dancing <laughs> oh yeah okay um where did we end the where did we finish the last scene uh, at the club? No, the one where I was carrying watermelons for you. Uh, you asked me whether I wanted help carrying them. Okay, and what was your response? Yes, and could you show me the way to uh, where the regular dancing is, please? Um, no, actually, I was hoping you would show me the way to the dirty dancing. <laughs> you can't do it. It's doity dancing. <laughs> doity dancing. <laughs> why is he? Why is he old timey Brooklyn? I don't know, man. I'm. <laughs> I thought you were going to help me with this, and I guess not. I'm just, I, I feel like I'm just you. getting you're resistance not, you're from you. You're unwilling to be I'm helped. Just getting resistance from you. I told you that I just met him. He just yeah. came to me just as I sat down. I wanted to take him out for a spin. I wanted to meet him more. I wanted to learn about him, what makes him tick. But it's hard to do with an unwilling partner. I'm willing, Jack. I'm just, I don't know if I'm able. Okay, fine. Well, maybe we'll visit him again later in the episode once we've had a little bit of time to simmer down. I tell you what, Jack, yeah. you just put your pickle on everyone's plate, college boy. Okay. Leave the hard stuff to me. Okay. That's a cool thing to say when we're starting the podcast. That is it? a cool thing to say. Who Patrick says that? Swayze Patrick Swayze says it to says the guy that. in this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So you think you can keep that straight, Johnny? What you can, can't lay your hands on? <laughs> you just put your pickle on everybody's plate, college boy, and leave the hard stuff to me. Whoa. Because some guy was giving him shit about being a dance instructor. Do you want to know about a weird disorder I have? Yeah, please. I And I realized yesterday, because I watched this movie with uh, Sarah and her dad, who was visiting and who had no choice but to get off the airplane Nick. and watch Doity dancing with us. Dick Nick, as I call him. <laughs> okay, that's fine to call him that, I guess. Um, will, you, will you tell him I call him that? I will not. Um, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I'll yeah. just let him know. Um Hey, Nick, just wanted to let you know, I was talking to Jack last night on the podcast. Yeah. We were kicking around a nickname for him. What do you think of Thick Nick? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't like work, two fit him in any way. What I learned is that the disorder that I already knew about is more extensive than I realized. I used to think that the disorder was that I can't think about Kevin Costner and Patrick Swayze at the same time because they occupy the same like vastly in my brain wildly different people they're this to me they are the same man and part of the what's nice about it they don't even appear in the same kind of movies what's nice about it is i i know that one of them's dead but because i can't think of them both at the same time and i can't differentiate them from one another there's always some doubt in my mind about which one's dead and so it's nice it's like schrodinger's swayze Oh, okay, but, but that, isn't that a little bit like you got to take the good with the bad with that? Because sure, at any moment you can think, "Oh, Patrick Swayze might still be alive," right? But exactly. then on the uh, the next moment you think 
Kevin oh, Costner may be dead. Kevin Costner has passed away. Yeah. Well, I Which realized he hasn't. he's on a hit TV show called Yellowstone. I was explaining this to Thick Nick, I've never as you seen call him, him yesterday. Yeah. And he, he was like, here? Is, "Is he still there?" Yeah, he's still here. That's why I kind of. Is there any possibility of of that he maybe just heard you calling Thick Nick? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, "Yeah, that's it. That's uh, I, he, you know, he has to say nice shit to me, you know." Yeah, he's your father-in-law. So he was like, "Yeah, that's interesting." <laughs> he was the like, film. "He's like, hey, that's interesting." I also enjoyed meeting Ray. Is there any way we can fucking watch this movie? I just got <laughs> off a plane. <laughs> but uh, he was like, "That's interesting." Do you? I, I assume that you do the same thing I do when I'm watching a movie or yeah, a TV I pa- show for this pause, podcast. Yeah, and constantly pause it constantly. To like write something down and laugh to myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> constantly. He was like, "Well, what other movies has Patrick Swayze been in?" And I was like, well, uh, how about a famously, little movie called Ghost? Yeah. And I was like, famously, Pretty Woman. He was like, no, no false. That's, that's Richard Gere. And I was Richard like, oh, Gere. fuck, there's a third one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way off. <laughs> Roadhouse? Thick? Roadhouse, Ghost, um, um, Dirty Dancing, Havana it? Nights. And then he was taken from us. Then no, he was, he, he, was, he was not in Point Break, Jack. Point Break, what a classic. His best movie? Red Dawn, The Outsiders, Two Wong Fu. Great, great Black movies. Dog. <gasps> Did you see Black Dog? No. Black Dog was bad. It was 98. It was like the the zenith. No, okay. not the zenith. Nadir. The, the nadir <laughs> yeah. of, of Swayze. Swayze's acting career. R.I.P. Um, Sarah... He wasn't in, Jack, shut up. He wasn't <sighs> in yeah. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, but famously, Jennifer it was written oh, for by him? that guy from... Uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, that's no, not neat. wait, wait, don't tell me. What's the, the the Sunday morning NPR quiz show called? Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, the host of that wrote Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights. That's not that interesting. That's incredibly interesting. <laughs> tell that to Thick Nick. See what he says of that. I'm not going to. I don't think he'd Do appreciate it. you calling him that. <laughs> what? Now you tell me? You just ma- You let me say it like a dozen times. Peter Sagal. That's not interesting. It's so interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna text my wife. You text Sarah. I'm gonna text Jamie. Don't put any spin on the ball. Okay, fine. Just say, is it interesting that the host of I'm, Wait, no, Wait, I'm not even gonna me. say is it interesting. I'm just gonna say, did you know yes. that the host of Wait, wait, don't tell me. Is that fine? I wanna get I wanna make it as interesting as possible. And then put in commas. Peter Sagal. I'll put it in parentheses. Peter. That's how you text your wife? Sagal, yeah. (laughs) Wrote the screenplay for, in quotes, Dirty Dancing, colon, Havana Nights. Okay? I texted my wife. You okay with that? And then with a question mark at the end. I did it in plain English. Okay. So I've texted her. That's out there now. And we'll see what she. Jamie says, I did. Is that interesting? I'm going to say pretty interesting, right? (laughs) Okay, that's fine. That's a little bit of spin on the ball because it's kind of leading the witness. Don't you think? Jamie says, sure. So, Okay, Sarah has written back, and she says, what the fuck? That sounds like she's pretty She's pretty into it, huh? Yeah, that sounds like she's pretty into it. So it sounds like Jamie and I are kind of on the same page here. No, 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 no. Jamie said that she's, in, in fact, she said she's incredibly enthusiastic about no, it. she said, sure. <laughs> no, and then she texted me again. No, she didn't. Yes, yeah, she did. I can show you. Look, I'll take a screenshot. I said, did you know that the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, Peter Sagal, wrote the screenplay for Dirty Dancing 2? She said, I did. And I said, pretty interesting, right? And she said, sure. And then she said, 
It's one of the more interesting things I've ever heard. That's not true. Absolutely true. And she said that I'm very handsome. That's highly unlikely. I'm waiting for that screenshot. Oops. I sent it to my wife instead of you. That's going to be awkward. And she said, you're dumb. She, she said, just wrote another dumb? message. I don't even think she, I don't even think she knew I was recording with you tonight. Now Sarah has texted me and said no. So now I think that's not true. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's not true. Could that possibly not be true? Yeah, because Sarah looks shit up. She says I should. I don't believe this. Look, this is look, so this tell her to is look up. Tell her to look on his fucking IMDb on his Wikipedia page under the the heading screenwriter. Segal has Peter Segal. Peter Segal has written screenplays. One for the 1996 science fiction martial arts thriller Savage. Another for Dirty Dancing: Colon Havana Nights, a 2004 sequel to the original Dirty Dancing. So you've sent me this screenshot, and Jamie has said sure, and then she said pretend I answered. However, you need for the bit. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. She said pretty salty. Let me let me read it. Let me read it. it I don't says, think she likes it. <laughs> she said, that's one of the more interesting facts I've ever heard. You're very handsome. Jack is dumb, it says here. Sarah says, did you make this up to post on IMDb? <laughs> I'm texting your wife now. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I feel like this is really derailed. Hey, I guess, can I tell the um, listeners that uh, it's a podcast hosted by me, Jack Shepard, and you, Tanner Greenring, to some extent, that is uh, about uh, romance. And this week we are going to be discussing the classic Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey film, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah, I have said that. Okay. And can I say, because it's still in my body to say it from about 10 minutes ago, that um, Sarah said we should watch Point Break for the podcast. And I was like, that's not a romance. And she's like, yes, it is. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, it is. It's a fucking romance between Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it's a beautiful love story between Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. I mean, it's kind of tragic. By the way, this isn't Jack's, Jack's been calling your dad Thick Nick. Don't you dare. <laughs> um, let's say uh, something about the film, I think. Your wife is just curbing me, just like stonewalling me. She's not responding? No, I sent her a screenshot of, of Wikipedia where it says that he's um, the author of that film. It's not interesting. I can't believe how long we've talked about it. Um, nobody puts daddy in a corner, uh, but this week daddy did get into the corner of his favorite sectional couch and watched, uh, the hit movie Dirty Dancing featuring Patrick Swayze. Yes, I watched it too. I curled up into my favorite corner of the couch, yeah. the one where the, um, armrest is broken because yeah. of how often and how aggressively I lean on it. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds um, like people put daddy in a corner all the time over at the Green Ring household. Daddy, daddy puts put daddy, daddy in, in a corner. corner. Daddy, yeah. daddy puts daddy in a corner. Yeah, and people are constantly trying to get him out of the corner, and he just yeah. <laughs> it's not, not interested. Not yeah, yeah. I'm watching yeah. my pictures. Yeah, um, I watched the film this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. It's great. Have you seen it before? I'm I, probably. It but rules. I didn't remember any of the. the I had the time of my details. fucking life watching this movie. Yeah, I did too. The time of my I life. Did too. And. I did too. Do you notice how they do that as a leitmotif through the film? Like, they'll play, like, little bits, little snippets of the melody of that song all the time. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. And I think, once again, was that song written for this film? Oh, it might have been. I don't know. 
romance movies have a real way of like amplifying a a song. Oh, it's you know? such a great I think this song. is the third one. This yeah. is the third time we've encountered a song that was written the ghost for song? the film. Yeah. Ghost song, Iris. Oh, Iris. Good point. Yeah. Wow. And maybe now time of my life. Time of my life. I mean, I'm going to have to look it up so you're going to oh, I wish you me. wouldn't. I absolutely wish you wouldn't. Going to have to look it up. Feels like we've done a lot of it. Why don't I say a little bit of the plot of the movie? That's a good karaoke song. I've had a lot of fun singing that at karaoke with people. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, baby, her you name is You just pull baby. someone out of the crowd? Yeah. You say, come on, come on up. Yes! What? Written for the film. Wait. Yes, it's it's from the soundtrack of I've had of Dirty Dancing. Sarah says the boys who cry trivia. She says she, she is claiming that she doesn't believe us because we often make up facts to post on IMDb. And we've really kind of... That wasn't even... That wasn't even... It doesn't... It just remind her that it doesn't matter if it's real or not. Is it interesting? <laughs> That's the important this is, part. This it doesn't how, matter if it's real. This it's, is how we all got into this situation, this dystopia in the first place, Tanner. <laughs> it uh, is real. I will say this. It is real. Yeah. But that's this not is the what important we get. part. I told you we shouldn't post fake facts on IMDb. I knew something bad was going to happen. Now my own <laughs> wife doesn't believe us. Oh, it's it's just like that one fucking movie. Pop quiz, hotshot. Yeah. Pop quiz, hotshot. And you may not go to Google. Pop quiz, hotshot. Ready? Yes. Baby in this film, played by Jennifer Grey, famously hates being called Baby. Yes. What is her real name? Francis. God damn it. I think I didn't think you would get it. It's it's an it's a name in my family. My great grandmother is Francis. My okay. mom's middle name is Francis. My sister's name is Francis. My sister's middle name is Francis. My cousin's name is Francis. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, oh, it's the the Putney name. Okay. So you recognize it. I was like, Tanner's not going to remember this, but I do because I listen. Yeah, yeah. I also listen yeah. to the film. Yeah. Okay. When I'm watching it. Yeah, I'll believe it. Um, so, baby. Do, any, any word on. In the level of interest in that fact, or I didn't. I, my level of interest in it has has fully waned. Like of the meter has entirely would. run out on it. Of course, yours. So I didn't have. even respond to Sarah claiming that we're fake newsing her. Regardless of whether or not it's true, yeah, which it is, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Are you still on this? <laughs> is it <laughs> like a real dog with a bone? It's not that interesting. It's like a fucking. It's literally a, a fact about a guy from NPR. It's like fundamentally not interesting. Oh, it's like, you, like you don't listen to NPR. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Look at cool guy over here. He doesn't listen to NPR. <laughs> uh, right. Cyril she's and a I slow to respond tonight. Can I share with something with you children? that's dad talk? Yeah, she's trying to put one child to bed while looking after the other <laughs> uh, because daddy has to do his podcast. Um, can I share with you some dad talk? Yeah, please. Cyril and I, this is related to NPR. We like to do a bit in the car. Often Sarah is the butt of the bit, but it's it's not about her. It's just about grownups in general. Yeah. But I'll be like, I'll be like, man, mommy's so boring. And he'll be like, yeah, mommy's so boring. She probably likes documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think she probably does. And then he'll be like, mommy's so boring. She probably listens to the news. <laughs> And then it'll be Probably like, does. say more boring things, and then we'll just kind of do a like do a run. That's good. I can't wait till my son has like a sense of humor. Right now, he just goes poop, poop. <laughs> That's and not... then looks at you like Cyril would like that. You gonna laugh? Cyril would like that. We like he'll do poop jokes and stuff because it's what's going around at school. And I always laugh at all of his jokes, but never at any of the poop jokes. And he's just like. 
he's like not interested in audience feedback. Like he has not. Yeah, he's, he has he's not. Just, that's just put it signals together. to him that he has yeah. to work harder. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to crack it. I got to find the right poop joke. <laughs> I'll just try them all until yeah. I finally get him. Miles and I have been pretending to be owl bears lately. Oh, that sounds fun. From D and D, we go. That's and we fun. smash warriors with our claws. That's lovely. Yeah. we That's the thing that Cyril and I have been doing that I'm worried is like uh, indulging the bad instincts is um, I've been anthropomorphizing his food and he fucking loves it. He'll be like, what's the pasta saying now? And I'll be like, oh, the pasta saying, oh, I wonder what this nice, cool pool of water that I'm being dumped into is going to be like. It's nice to take a <laughs> bath. And then he's like, what's it saying now? Now they're saying, ah! He fucking loves that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're making him obsessed with death. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, I guess. Yeah. What are we talking about? Dirty. You're dancing. doing a bit. Dirty dancing. Yeah. This has been Dad Talk. Bad Talk. Did you say Bad Talk? <laughs> I know why Sarah. I, did, I can I tell you why to. Sarah hasn't responded to any of your texts, if you want to know. On yeah. this side, I've been hearing some like pretty epic screaming yeah that's coming from the child yeah bedtime I think next it sounds like know. bedtime is not going well okay that's you know what sarah should do mm-hmm. start a podcast yeah <laughs> let's say a little bit about the movie why don't you say it okay they all go to some kind of odd summer camp mm-hmm. it's the early 1960s yeah everyone goes to some kind of odd summer camp where grown-ups and kids go mm-hmm um, and sometimes, like, single moms who just want to fuck Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And that's kind of who's invited mm-hmm. to, to Kellerman's Lodge Yeah, in uh, in upstate New York. Single moms? Not even single moms, necessarily. Not even single moms. Just moms Married in general. moms. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Grey, baby, mm-hmm. Francis. Yeah. And family, including her annoying sister and mom and dad. Her dad is the sweetest man alive. He's really nice. Just the, the real good dad energy. Yeah. They're at this odd summer camp for, for grown-ups and children alike uh, for the summer. Yeah. Baby is an activist. She's outspoken. Yeah. She's about to graduate from- Let's say Bryn some college. Moore. Huh? Bryn Moore. It sounds it's something like that, right? Or Vassar or- Yeah, some liberal arts school. One of the five sisters, yeah. probably. Yeah. That, are you impressed that I knew that? No. Oh. I, I only learned about it about a week ago. Okay. <laughs> Um, is that one of your interesting facts? Yeah. Do you know that there's five like, colleges called the Five Sisters? Yeah. It, at a cocktail in party, New England. if you get to Five Sisters, it means that the NPR fact, the Peter Sagal <laughs> wrote land. Havana Nights fact, like fucking <laughs> absolutely or I'm on like hour and two of just like <laughs> really like occupying a crowd. Everybody's crowded around you. You've you've exhausted everything you have to say about Peter Sagal writing dirty. Dancing Havana Nights, and they're like, yeah. and what else? It's like, well, like, did you know well? that there's five colleges in uh, New England called the Five Sisters, and I can yeah. name one of them? <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, what are the other ones? I know Smith. This is, isn't the, your instincts. Your inter- instincts for what's interesting are so wrong. <laughs> like I, I recognize. I'm aware that I gave you the opening, but yeah. for you to like jump into that opening and be like, let's name them. Is such a incorrect I instinct. Rip the opening. Open. <laughs> People are going to want to hear this thing that they could Google if they're interested. <laughs> let's see. Patrick Swayze belongs to this pack of like bro traveling like bad boys. Yeah, 
And girls. Who like go camp to camp and girls go yeah. camp to camp every summer and like teach people how to dance and also Doity dance. Have, have sex with Them. moms. Yeah. There's a kind of an it. There's like a mean boy called like Robbie or something. He's very mean. He's a handsome waiter. He's he like addresses the boys to Jennifer Grey and says that they're dance people. Yeah. These are dance they're people. They're there to keep the guests happy. Who's that? Oh, them. They're the dance people. They're here to keep the uh, guests happy. Yeah, and there is an element of, like, a wink-wink element that they're supposed to sleep with the, the horny moms. They're meant, they're invited to. They're invited to, but, like, it's also, like, kind of a Christian vibes camp, and so the guy who runs it is like, I don't you dare sleep with the horny moms, but make sure you do everything they need. There are two kinds of help here. You waiters are all college guys, and I went to Harvard and Yale to hire you. And why did I do that? Why? I shouldn't have to remind you. This is a family place. That means you keep your fingers out of the water, your hair out of the soup, and show the goddamn daughters a good time. All the daughters. Even the dogs. Schlep them out to the terrace. Show them the stars. Romance them any way you want. Right, and then, like, some of the dads just want to, like, hang with the bros. Yeah. So they'll be like... Hey, Patrick Swayze, will you go sleep with my wife for a little bit? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Play cards. Yeah, I'm going to play cards with the bros and have like one night of fucking peas. Yeah. Yeah. So th- he's there. Yeah. The guy who's owns the hotel's son is there too. He occupies the space of like Ben Stiller in Reality Bites. Yes, kind of. Handsome, no, but mostly no. well-meaning, Disagree. but kind of takes a turn at the end. Disagree. I think that he... I mean, yes, so... That that type is a famous type. It's like the nice guy who is genuinely nice who gets passed over for the broody handsome guy. But this guy has got like a mean edge to him. I think he's he's meant to represent everything that's bad about these like waspy. He like, does. This is a romance, by the way. It's a romance. One hundred percent. Oh, I fell in no, love all over again. It was more than once just watching this. Yeah, Beautiful. and it, in true Shakespeare fashion, that guy. I don't remember his name. Yeah. He ends up with Baby's sister at the end. Does he? Yeah, they're like dancing and like having fun. He sucks. He's super lame. But he's, Baby's parents are like, and we should call her Frances. That's what she wants. That's true. Yeah. Why would we keep, yeah. Frances's parents, Frances's is hard to say. Okay, let's just say babies. Let's say babies. Parents um, want. They're hoping that that they'll get engaged. I think that this like absolute fucking. Tool oh yeah, because he's her. he's he's going to Cornell. Yeah, he's going to Cornell for hotel management. He's lame. He's really a loser. Yep. And everybody's trying to put baby in the corner. No, no one actually does try to put baby in the corner until the very end of the movie. In fact, yeah. she's she's invited to almost everything. Let me ask you this: and She makes a lot of very good friends. Yeah, she makes good friends. I want to ask you this before we get into the, the rest of the plot. Did you get fucking chills when he said nobody puts baby in a corner? Did you get oh, chills absolutely. all down your body? I got chills all absolutely. down my body. A- like, absolutely. It like I knew it was coming. It's famous. It's famous. Like, I was saying to... Thick uh, Nick. I'm going to say it really quiet because he might be yeah. right outside the door. I was saying a Thick Nick. Nobody puts baby in a corner. And, and he was yeah. just like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? He was like, I don't think so. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, haven't you seen like an episode of popular TV yeah. over the last 30 years because it's constantly referenced? I think he was like, no, he said he was like, oh, I just thought that was an expression. 
Like oh, after yeah. the movie, he was like, he was like, oh, I thought he was quoting something. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, I don't know, yeah, it seems like an idiom almost, right? <laughs> but it, baby in the corner, full body chills, man. It's it's absolutely it it fully fucking delivers. Even though if you expect it, even if you know that it's an iconic line from this movie, it fully delivers when he says it. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Sorry about the disruption, folks. But I always do the last dance of the season. This year, somebody told me not to. So I'm going to do my kind of dancing with a great partner who's not only a terrific dancer, but somebody who's taught me that there are people willing to stand up for other people no matter what it costs them. Somebody who's taught me about the kind of person I want to be. Miss Francis Housen. Sit down, Jake. Now I had the time of my life. No, I never yeah, and then the 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 leap, the leap, yeah, into his arms, his yeah. outstretched arms, and yeah. she floats in the yeah. In but the we air. should say the anyway. Movie. Yeah. Well, should we take she, a break? We should take a break. Let's take a break and then let's say the movie. Perfect. Okay. Great. Good. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com 
bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bedfellows. Whoa! <laughs> and then put in sound effects there. Okay, like, perfect. Like time travel sound effects. Okay, time travel sound effects. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here, um, who's Jeff and who's Elmer? Okay, well, so should we should probably remind. Well, I'm Jeff. Okay, and I'm Elmer. Yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Elmer. We've we've. Time traveled again. We've quantum leapt again. Is that being used by anyone? I don't think so, because our movie that we first were quantum leapt into was in 1979. So that's the earliest example of someone using that as a concept. Okay, so we quantum leapt into... Another situation. A situation where we were watching a stage production. Yes. (laughs) Yep, that Uh, seems to be where we end up. Yeah. Written by a, a beautiful... Screenwriter, God, when did we that we recorded that episode like three weeks ago, and I can't remember a single detail from that film from somewhere in time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the name of oh the screenwriter. What were they named, doing? Dr. They were Quinn in the Madison audience Woman. of a of a stage show. They were in the audience of Doctor Quinn Madison Woman's show, and she like suddenly like barrels the camera and says lines that don't seem to make any sense for <laughs> right. the play that she's doing. And her, the other people on this stage are clearly freaked out and she's talking to directly to this time traveling love interest. Yes. And it's super weird. And Jeff and Elmer, who it turns out were guys who, who were in the also there. show and we inhabited their minds. And it, guys, if you think we're making this up, check out the IMDB page for, Somewhere in time, it's on there. It's on there. It's yeah. on there under like cut scenes. So yeah. it's it's on IMDb. That's so official. I'm not making or this up. Watch the film on your Amazon Fire. Yeah, with, and then with just look, do on. the X-ray. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. And they, Jeff and Elmer, were like really impressed by um, what she was saying. But it also right. sounds we were we were impressed by it, Jack or Jeff. Yes, Elmer. Um, we were. And just to remind you, we are yeah. time travelers. Yes, and that's something we talked about when we were watching um, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman do her. Uh, yes. Yes. So now we've traveled through time again to yeah. even earlier in time. It's the 60s. Now it's the early 60s, and we're yeah. here at some kind of dance, like sleepaway camp for the entire family. For mo- for horny moms, it feels Horny like. mom. <laughs> kind-hearted dad <laughs> kind of inept and aloof older sisters yeah and then you know obvious protagonist uh beautiful young jennifer gray yeah baby to us baby to us well yeah. francis to me yeah except if we need to refer to we need to make her name into like add a possessive to it yes then she's baby because it's yeah. babies yeah or if someone's put her in a corner because no one says Nobody puts Francis in a right. corner. No one puts Francis in a corner. But we're, what are we doing? Because this feels Elmer, like... Uh, I don't know what we're yeah. doing. We just... No, I'm Elmer. Jeff. You're Elmer. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. We just warped here to this time. Obviously, there's something that we're supposed to... I don't get it. Are we Doctor Who? Like, is, Are we Quantum Leap? We're quantum leaping, I think. We've got to figure something out. We have to figure something out. And, well, let me start by stating the obvious. Yeah. This doesn't... If, if While we're... I'm witnessing some regular dancing here. Well, we're still outside. We're at some kind of sleepaway camp. That guy looks yeah. like he needs help with some melons. 
Um, yes. Luckily, there's a woman approaching him now. Yeah. Hi. And we're about 10 feet behind them. So, yeah. oh, they're turning to go inside. I think let's just okay. follow them in. Yes, let's follow them in and right. see what's going on. Why don't you go back to the playhouse? Can you keep a secret? Your parents would kill you. Max would kill me. Oh my. Whoa. Oh, oh my. This isn't regular dancing. Is this the bit? <laughs> hey, hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> Who are you guys? Who invited you? Are What's we, your and, name? Okay, now here, What's your name? What's his name? Mel? My name's Ray. What's your name? Ray. Uh, Elmer. Elmer, I think you'd be more comfortable with the regular dancing outside. This is doity dancing. <laughs> it looks pretty dirty. This is a doity dancing. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to head back outside. <laughs> I think I'm going to have Elmer. to go back and listen to that. Um, Who is that guy you were talking Somewhere to? in Time episode again? Because uh, <laughs> I don't think I remember how the bit's supposed to go. In my mind, I saw Elmer and Jeff dirty dancing. Yeah. Like doing dirty dancing together. Yeah. But then, what's his name? Leo? This guy, Ray. Ray came in again. Yeah. I don't know. I man. didn't. I Elmer, I didn't like that guy. Maybe too many, too much character work this week. You think? Do you think what you want to just you want to just mo- get, do the sound effect, Jack? Early, what sound effect? The for time travel. We're Let's get him out of here. Yeah. Jack, early in the film, we yeah. are introduced to Penny, who yeah. is uh, Patrick Swayze's, I guess, like creative partner. Yeah, and she is giving samba lessons. Mm-hmm. In the foreground is a man in a yellow polo shirt that's yep. been tucked into plaid, sort of like thigh-length shorts. Yeah. And he's got the the little thinnest little belt you've ever seen in your life holding them up. Just right. microns thick. Yeah. Knee-high, sort of powder blue socks. Yeah. And like penny loafers, like dress yeah. dress loafers. Mm-hmm. On his face is like just this picture perfect mustache, not a hair out of place. Yeah. He's bringing an energy to the scene and an enthusiasm to the scene that's infectious. Yeah. It's, you notice him. It's, he's, notice him. he's the focal point of the scene. He's really yeah. just dancing his heart out. Yeah. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I, I could have played that fucking part. Ugh. God damn it. Yeah. You could have been that guy. Pencil mustache. Pencil mustache. Uh, Penny loafers. Corny outfit. Yeah. Just dancing his little heart out, sambaing his heart out. Yeah, but can you dance? Smashing those bananas, as Penny keeps saying. That's what she said. That's how you learn how to dance. You smash Smash bananas. those bananas. Yeah. Can I dance? Good question. You can lumber around. I can lumber. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, I was going to turn it back on you, because I, I, when I am dancing, or what I think of as dancing... Yeah. It feels like dancing, but then I'm wondering from an outsider's perspective, what does that situation look like to you? I think you're fine. I'm in a worse shape because like there was a time in my life where I could like I could rave dance pretty good. Right. Yeah, I've seen like, it. Like I could do the liquid and like the jumping, the kind of it's like a very a physical jumpy dance that like doesn't work well if anyone's near you at all. Right. Right, right. It's like very performative, but it's also very like don't be, don't get near me. Which Have is you kind seen of the not gif of the guy who's like completely the point of bald, dancing? and he's like, 
okay, it's doing Tanner's doing things with his face, which can I you do that? Dance? Remind everybody who listens that I, I, you it's my meme this, of the week. But it can't. It's nothing. What what's happened for you as a listener is nothing. You just, there was silence there that I filled by explaining to you that Tanner was doing something with his face. Then I'm continuing to fill because he's googling something. I have. Let's pretend I have seen it. You're you're about to have seen it. Okay, because I'm sending it to, it to you me. now. That's another awesome fucking experience for listeners I've found. Can I share with you what happens in the movie? Because I don't think we've talked about it at all. <laughs> um, yeah, but I do want to. I w- do want you to tell me if you can, if you've got this guy's same moves. Uh, I haven't received your text. There he is. Oh, I don't like. Yeah, I've seen this guy, and I yeah, I've got his moves. He looks awful. He's it's called. If you want to see, it, it's called Gurning Rave Guy Part One, and he's really he's obviously like on drugs. I think. Oh, like you? Uh, I no, that's not what I do. That's not what okay. I do. My you, shit you is do like that at weddings. But I guess what I'll say, no, I don't anymore. But there was a time in my life, like that was like the transition from my rave period to my like being a normal human who sometimes is in dancing situations period where I was like, what if I bring my rave dancing to this normal situation? And like, I thought it was cool. And it just like, honestly, it sounds cool. Wasn't. Maybe this is why we're friends. Cause that sounds yeah. cool as hell. Like if I was yeah. at a, a wedding and I was like bored and like, you know, I'm like dancing with like my friends and my wife and just sort of doing my boppy dance. And some guy starts coming out and doing like fucking like liquid orb, yeah. like rave dancing. We were, so my friend and I, who both uh, came from the rave scene, ended up going to the same college in Scotland. And the first week that we were there, there was an article written about us in this, the college newspaper that was like, who were those guys who brought glow sticks to the <laughs> Friday dance? <laughs> they were like sucking on pacifiers? <laughs> so that maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, we should say the movie. So the plot of the film is that... Um, so the 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 main plot is between Baby and um, Patrick Swayze, but um, he is working class. He comes from a working class background. She comes from a very rich WASPy background. Yeah, his uh, dance partner, who is not his girlfriend, but it is his longtime uh, business partner and, and they, friend. They did date when they were children. Yeah, they were, were dated told. when they were very young. We're told um, she has uh, become pregnant thanks to um, this nasty, kind of evil guy, bus boy named Robbie. Uh, Robbie. Um, and she needs money for an abortion, which baby learns and borrows money from her dad to help. Who's a kind-hearted doctor? And he's like, tr- she's like, trust me, daddy. I would tell you if this money was for something that you wouldn't approve of. But I can't tell you what it is. You just have to trust me. And he's like, okay, I'll give you $250, which is like a lot of money in the 80s. Yeah. In and so she helps them. Even more. But the operation is botched by this like like creepy, shady, bad, shady doctor. And then the daddy, doctor. the daddy who is a doctor, baby's daddy, baby's baby daddy, baby's. has to no, be woken, woken in the middle of the night in order to save her, which he does, but it causes kind of a rift between baby and daddy. I know and this is daddy confusing. and Johnny. And Johnny. Whose last name is, is have we both forgotten? Castle. 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 Johnny yeah. Castle. Johnny Castle. Such yeah, cool that's awesome. Name. 
fucking nailed it. Who wrote this one? Not Peter Sagal, right? Um, and then the daddy is like, Johnny Castle must have been the perpetrator of this knocking Eleanor up. Bergstein. And so, therefore, you can never see him again, and we're ending our vacation. And then he gets fired. Johnny Castle gets fired for this because the um, head of the the club is like, you perpetrated this knocking up. Yeah, his, his weaselly little son that we were talking about yeah. earlier uh, yeah. tattled on them. Yeah, uh, but then we get to the scene, right, where he's fired, but inst- he comes back anyway. And he's like, normally I do the last dance. And he says, nobody puts baby in a corner. Right. And he gets baby, and the dad is like, is about to get up, and then the mom is like, just, it's fucking Patrick Swayze, dude. Yeah, just <laughs> let him do it. Just let him do whatever it is. And then he does the most beautiful dance with her, because he's been teaching her dance lessons the whole oh, time. Duke can move. Oh, yeah, she had to learn how to dance so that kind she of could a crash fill in. course so she, she could, could fill, fill in, in while yeah. Penny went and had her operation. Ooh. And then she really learns how to dance. And she gets really good at it. And yeah. it, it's a thing. Is this interesting? Tell me if this is interesting. Everyone knows it, so it's not interesting. Peter, but the Peter re- Sagal thing? It is interesting, I think. It's not the Peter Sagal thing. It's the oh. reportedly um, Patrick Swayze was like genuinely annoyed with Jennifer Grey because he's an incredible dancer and she was like very You can tell. Dude can learn. fucking yeah. move. Dude can dance. And so like the scenes where he's like being really annoyed with her are uh, according to, you know, whatever movie blogs – are actual just genuine outtakes of him being like super fucking genuinely. <laughs> it's funny because he is incredibly patient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he does sort of like get annoyed with her every now and then, but he's very yeah. patient with her. In the There's film. one one particular scene where he's doing a move that involves him like tickling her breast. And she's like constantly like that's well, like course. supposed to be incredibly sensual, but she is constantly cracking up. And apparently that's like genuine outtakes where because she's like very ticklish. And he... um He's like his his annoyance on his face is like fucking palpable. <laughs> it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. fucking I'm Patrick Swayze. She gets good at dancing. There's like a million yeah, montages yeah. set to music of people it's dancing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Nobody puts baby in a corner and they dance like they just do it and they do the big lift and everybody and that's the whole movie. And it's Robbie beautiful. hands baby a copy of the fountainhead. Yeah. So just that... like how Jack and I met. <laughs> That's so. This is what Robbie says is at the twenty nine minute mark. He goes. So Robbie's the asshole who uh, yeah. who like got Penny pregnant. Got Penny pregnant. And then like didn't. And then, like, and then didn't. He doesn't like, want to. I'm not going to take any it. responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> he, and I think possibly in relation to this, like Baby is like, hey, what the fuck, dude? And he he turns to her. He hands her a copy of the Fountainhead, and he says, "Some people count. Some people don't." Read it. I think it's a book you'll enjoy, but make sure you return it. I have notes in the margin. (laughs) And uh, it was a revelation for me because, like, and you know what? I guess, like, with the exception of anyone who's listening to this who feels differently, but (laughs) I didn't didn't realize that the Fountainhead was always for assholes. For some reason (laughs) in my mind. I know. (laughs) I was like, it only became for assholes later. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, how prescient that, like, (laughs) Eleanor Bergstein figured this out in, like, 1987. I think it's, I haven't read it. Like, because growing up, I learned of the Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged as just being, like, great American novels. And that was the context I had for them. But then it's only recently that they've taken on this, like, like valency that is like it's for assholes but yeah. it turns out probably if you it's read it been for it's about like their books about like it's good to be selfish is the point of them so probably like, like some people matter and some people don't some people don't yeah read it read it 
Yeah. Anyway, I thought that 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 guy's an asshole. That's my hot take. Yeah, he was an asshole. Um, although that is a funny thing to do, and it is how we met. Yeah, it is. It's how you and I met, and you were like, "I will read it." <laughs> Jack, I, I'm very interested in this. Can <laughs> yeah. you recommend any other yeah. books along these lines, <laughs> or any like uh, thought leaders or podcasters who like to uh, sort of yeah espouse these virtues that's sweet i've been a, something of a mentor to you yeah do you want to do our hit segment cool school no <laughs> you bailed so hard on the uh jeff and elmer bit i don't know that if you can handle cool school in the frame of mind <laughs> i don't have a cool school but i will say those people dirty dancing in that in that like bunkhouse yeah they were putting on like a fucking they were clinic. so cool. those are like it, the coolest people i've ever it seen wasn't in my life. it didn't feel that dirty to me Oh, they, they were like read... grinding on one another. Yeah, yeah. It was like MTV's The Grind. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They were cool. It's so good. You have to watch it if you haven't. Seen... It's a... this movie fucking rules. But actually, that's a good um, segue to this segment, which is famously called "On the One Hand." Yeah. And what we do is, uh, I found some uh, some reviews that express different opinions. Yeah. I've actually got a few. It's this one, and then we synthesize them into our own sort of opinion. And then, yeah, we can. And then we, do we write that down or not? We can if you want. It makes you anxious. It makes me anxious. So I think those are two separate segments. But yes, often one leads to the other. But we need so we're gonna have Arbiter Tanner is gonna come in and tell us which one of these things is right. Okay. And then uh, you and I, if we feel like it, if we have time, but we don't have to. I don't think it should be you and I. I think it should be you and Arbiter Tanner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me and Arbiter Tanner. Can it be Ray and Arbiter Tanner? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Oh, we we did say there's been a little bit too much character work this episode already. You said that. <laughs> I love the amount of character work. People weigh it in the comments. But so I've pulled these from Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, and I've got I've got um, they're all short, but I've got uh, one five star review and a few uh, half star reviews to oh, kind okay. of balance it out the five-star review is very glowing so i wanted to get a few half short half-star reviews to to properly balance it out um and then we can just kind of decide who's right here who's got the right of it well you we won't arbiter tanner yeah so the five-star review uh written on april 21st 2021 was written by a guy called road h (laughs) okay i assume that stands for roadhead (laughs) right his name is road h yeah, you don't think it stands for the other film that Patrick Swayze was very famously in called Road, Road House? House? No, I don't think so. No. Why would you? Why would someone called Road H review Come and, Dirty and leave Dancing? Leave a glowing review on another Patrick Swayze film. I don't Road know. Road H, you're in the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> this sequel to Road House, Dirty Dancing, is so good. Here's prequel. what. Maybe it's a prequel. Here's what Road H says: Dirty Dance, five stars. It's great. Dirty Dancing is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's so great. All the actors were awesome, and the entire cast did an amazing job. They did do a good job. And I'm not a fan of romantic movies, but this is an absolute must-see. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. I, I she, 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 he? Yeah. I don't know. It's Road H. It's Road they H. They checked yeah. every box. Yeah. They checked every box. So that's a good one. Every one of my boxes. But let's hear, uh, on the other hand... All right, if you think. On the other hand, I've got three reviews that I want to read to you. They're all very short. If you think. Here's what Steve... Well, you may be swayed. Here's what Stephen... We were quickly swayed by Roadhead. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think it's Roadhead. (laughs) Here's what Stephen Y says. 
half a star on May tw- May second, twenty twenty one. A diabolical film. <laughs> <laughs> Is it always like religious nuts who are giving all these movies a half star? A diabolical film. If you're watching this to impress a partner, parentheses, the only reason I can see. <laughs> Then trust me, you're they're right. not worth I the hour and a half Jack. S- sacrifice you'll make watching this. A plot as transparent as cling film and acting as rigid as cardboard. Oof. Wow, that's a Stephen Wise. Diabolical. Says. Do you want to hear what Erica T says? Yeah. Also, half a star on August 8th, 2020. If you like silly movies with bad, I I like this one just because I liked her fucking tone. I liked what she because she is talking directly to me. Yeah. If you like silly movies with bad acting, it's for you. I do, but I don't. I wouldn't describe this as that. I never could quite understand the appeal of the fluff, and that's in air quotes. Huh. So she says this is she is is recommending it. If Can you I like say silly movies with Erica T. I bet Erica T listens to the news. <laughs> yeah, she listens to the news. I bet she watches documentaries. <laughs> I bet she watches documentaries. <laughs> okay, I've got one more. Yep. And this is from Warren B. Warren Beatty? No, but I do feel obliged to say uh, it's kind of easy when you listen to the G'd up sound, pioneers, speakers bumping, <laughs> when you smoke on the pound. I got yeah. the sound for your ass, and it's easy to see that this DJ B, Warren B. I yeah. do have to say that. I don't think that's but, how the song goes. It's literally how Notably the song goes. because um, that rapper's name is Warren G. Okay, fine. I changed <laughs> one letter. <laughs> uh, Warren B. says, well, half a star, April 25th, 2020. See Top Gun Review. Same film, except this one is a million times worse. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is it the same film? No, it, there's nothing like it. And what's Top Gun Review? See Top Gun review. So now, what's oh, his name? See Top Gun review. What is C, his name? See Top Gun review. To Warren B. We. I think we're probably gonna have to go check that out, right? I now. I was like, is Top Gun review? Because I've cleaned up his language. It, it makes no sense what he's written. Let's, There's I'm a lot go, of typos. I'm gonna go see if I can find his Top Gun review. Okay. I'm. I'm here. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I've. Are I've never found? been here before. It's. It's scary. I always right? make you do the dirty work. Yeah. Let's look at the ratings and reviews. Warren G, the it's rapper. Warren, no, it's Warren B. Warren Peace. Top Gun. Jack. Okay. Yes. I've reverse engineered. I've, okay. I've backtraced. Yeah, you backtraced him. Uh, Warren B. Yeah. And I found all his reviews. Mostly, here's one movie he gave a five star. Okay. Back to the Future. Okay. So he likes does like some classic 80s movies. But most of the films he gives some pretty poor ratings. Okay. Although he did say, he did give The Simpsons, the 2007 Simpsons film. Yeah, it's a great one. Three and a half stars. It's a good movie. And he said, an okay movie based off the series feels like a parody of Twin Peaks, which okay. I don't think is right. So he's got, he, there's something about like the connections he makes in his brain <laughs> where he's like, Hey, if you've seen one Top Gun type movie, you've seen them all. And I didn't need to see this Dirty Dancing film, which is obviously <laughs> kind of in the the same mold as uh, the famous airplane fighting film Top Gun. <laughs> Here's his Top Gun review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to ask yourself, you know, what with all these slackstick comedies of the 80s? Okay. What's what is with that? Yeah. 
why this movie got Wait. greenlit okay. or even exists. Okay. <laughs> it's a dumb shit pile of a film that makes me barf uncontrollably every time it shows up on my screen. <laughs> Wait, and he says this one is a million times worse. It's brutal. If you're looking for patriotism, watch Saving Private Ryan or join the military. Either one's better than sitting through this pile of cat feces. Cats and this movie are pretty much the same movies. He says, wait, this is the same as Cats? Yeah. So Wait, co- scratch that. This movie's more like Dirty Dancing, only it's males and they're in the military. Oh, my God. So he's like... Whoa. Okay, so which one did he write first? I don't know. And now Cats is involved. <laughs> Which I don't think he has reviewed. Oh, he has reviewed Roadhouse. Two stars. No, we can't. Yeah, I don't want to go too, too deep into this guy's warped mind. Oh, I got to read this one to you. Okay, fine. I've never heard this heard of this film. Yeah. But there, in 2018, there was a film called Banana Split. Okay. Warren B., one mm-hmm. half star, more like banana shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I worry for this guy, man. I don't know what he enjoys. <laughs> I like him. I don't know if we have time to review this. I don't think we need to. I think Warren B. did a good job. <laughs> Warren B. said everything I was going to say. Do you want to just get in there and write more like banana shit? <laughs> <laughs> dirty dancing. Hey, dirty dancing? More like banana shit. <laughs> yeah. That's more good. like flirty. I don't know. Hey, you're the suckificator. Hey, thanks for thanks for inviting me to your wedding, Tana. Not Ray. What's uh What's gonna happen after the uh um uh after the speeches and after everybody's had their food, Tana? I guess we'll dance. Doity dancing. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> can we go? You don't like this guy? I, just I feel hope like he, he never, I hope he never makes it out of this episode. <laughs> Frankly. If any of the Jeff and Elmer stuff made it into the final cut, it's clear that their shelf life has really expired. I don't know, man. It looks like he's really latched himself onto them. So if they leap, <laughs> if they leap, what if he comes with them? I don't think they need to leap. <laughs> Arbor Tanner says, it passes judgment on yeah. whoever the first one was who was so effusive. Because I'm with Ray. I'm with Warren G. Yeah. I'm a regulator. You're a regulator, and it's easy when you listen to the cheat up sound, pioneers, speakers bumping when you smoke on the pound. Yeah. I think we should go. Okay. We do have to leave. We also have to go. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank, do you want to thank Ray? Yeah, Ray, thanks so much for coming. Thanks so much for being here. It was great to meet you, man. You're welcome. Um, Next week, Jack, <laughs> we're watching a film <laughs> Yeah. that I've been eager to watch for some time. But you won't let me because you said uh, it'll make us too horny. Okay. And it's called Fifty Shades of Grey. No, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, fuck. You're worried about how horny you'll be? No. No, I'm not worried about how horny I'll be. I think I can handle it. You'll be, you'll, you're comfortable with the, the level just, of horniness you'll be at. I just don't know that I'll love it. But that's oh, okay. Did you think you, that you would love your name? The anime we watched? N- no. Did you think you would watch? Did you did you think you would love City of Angels starring Nick Cage and Meg Ryan? Definitely not. And did you love both those movies? I loved your name. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, no, I think it's time. We're going to do Fifty Shades of Grey next week. I have some ideas for what we do after. Well, I had some ideas for what we're going to do next week, but it is definitely your turn to pick a film for us. And you have chosen the uh, classic bondage Twilight fanfic known as Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, so I, romance, and I can't. I'm looking forward to it. Won't that be fun? Um, everybody, please do remember to subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/bsccpodcast. Let me tell you this: it takes a, a kind of ridiculous amount of work. I know it sounds stupid to do this podcast, and it's free, and the ads actually don't pay us that much, even though no. we have a lot of ads. So, if you would like to support the show and keep us going and keep us alive and make our work uh, p- somewhat paid work. Uh, the best way you can do that is to support us through Patreon for only $5 a month. So this is my genuine plea for you to do that. It's, uh, it, and it also, you get a great show that we do. It's, it's also a very fun show. In fact, yeah. it's, it's as good as this, sh- this show. Yeah, it's patreon.com. If not better... Yeah, <laughs> it's patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's also a lovely community of people. And uh, please, please take a moment and do that. All that remains is now for me to say that this week we watched the film. That film was, of course, called Dirty Dancing. And next week we are going to be watching a classic uh, movie called Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, I can't wait. I, I can wait. Should we watch the trilogy? No. Well, I think you kind of it's like it's like it's like stopping after Fellowship yeah. of the Rings, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Here's a rule for the show now. If we watch the first of a series, we have to see it through. So that means that now we have to also watch uh the two Dirty other Dancing Twilight two. movies. Uh, and Havana Dirty Nights. Dancing 2 Havana Nights. <laughs> Did you know yeah. that was written by some guy from the fucking radio? <laughs> 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 Not any guy, Jack. Peter Sagal. <laughs> I will tell you now that my name this week has been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name was Elmer. My name was uh, uh, Arbiter Tanner. <laughs> uh, I did briefly inhabit the role of Ray. <laughs> yeah, not very well. Uh, but now you I would say his catchphrase. As I'm seeing you off, I am yeah. once again Tanner Greenring. And I hope that you find your Johnny Cassidy ever after. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we might be drug friends and I'm not drug